This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hour two of a National Signing Day, early National Signing Day show, comes your way on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter streams up and going for you as is Allo Channel 951. We heard from Evan Blaine of the Omaha World Herald on our Allo VIP line at 2.30. Really great insight from Evan. Either rewind the broadcast you're watching, or if you're on the radio, make sure you check out the podcast. Wherever it is you get your podcasts, that'll be up a little bit later tonight. If you want to be a part of the conversation, you can 402-464-5685. That's the Sarder Heyman text line as well as the Honda of Lincoln hotline. Uh, we got a lot of responses to the under-the-radar kind of commits that you're excited about Husker fans. Um, not the in-state guys, not Dylan Raiola. We know those, but the other guys in the class, it's a deep class with a lot of intriguing prospects. We'll see how many of them pan out, right? That's the the coin flip of, of recruiting. You never know exactly what you're going to get, but the staff really likes the, the large class that it brings in. We'll see how many of them develop into pieces. So if you have a, a player you're looking out for, you can let us know again on the starter human text line or the Honda of Lincoln. Hotline. We'll dive into that and plenty of what Matt Rule had to say here in just a little bit. But Strick, with the commitment of Dylan Raiola, it got me thinking about some of the other big commits in Husker history, right? We went over it yesterday. Marlon Luckney, Nadamakin Sue, Baker Steincooler, Aaron Green, all these highly rated guys. But then got me thinking about more recently and in other sports. So Raiola, the latest commitment, but before him, you had Britt Prince make her decision to commit to play for Nebraska, uh, the Elkhorn North standout, who's a junior right now, still putting up just insane <laughs> numbers at the high school level. And then, of course, the news of the offseason was Jordy Ball, the two-time Women's College World Series champion, coming home from Oklahoma, where she was you know, All-American stud, basically unbeatable on the mound. No, she's got you know, a solid bat as well from her time in high school. It's an incredible run for this athletic department to get three players of that magnitude with ties to the state back to not just a state school, but the state school to get them to the flagship campus, donning the Huskers across their chest, the red N on their gear. It's potentially huge. I think there's probably the most expectation on Dylan Raiola, given that he's a quarterback that he plays for the football team. I think there's a lot of intrigue and excitement around Britt Prince, what she can do. Can she be Nebraska women's basketball's answer to Caitlin Clark? But Jordy Ball is the one I think is still flying under the radar. There's a lot made of her decision when she came, but she feels like the surest thing. She's been there, done that at the biggest stage in college athletics. Not once. Not once, but twice. What a run for Nebraska to get all three of those players into the same athletic department. This athletic, you know, North Stadium has to be feeling really good right now with those three faces in tow. Well, this is this isn't a subject that we can just really dig into because um it's pretty plain and simple, I think. I think it's simple that the the home cooking, the feel, um 
Nebraska's done some things in their NIL that are that are starting to ramp up. I think Nebraska is is really it's one of those things where you've been so down and out for so long that you've just been looking for something to change the trajectory of where your program was going, which mm-hmm. was in the mud. It was in quicksand. It was on stuck. It didn't seem like it was moving. And then you get, you find yourself getting potentially transcendent type of players that can move needles. Now, again, when, when nothing has been done yet. It's still, there's still work to be accomplished. There's still some things to do in, in the process of that. To, to make those changes. There's other additions. You can't do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it does shine a light on the possibility and for those looking, because I say this all the time, and I spoke to, like I said, your, your whole old high school, and I told them, one of the things you cannot miss is this point. There's always someone watching. So no matter what you're doing, no matter, you know, how bad you feel about it. Uh, and I gave the story about how I, I was at a pre-draft cr- camp in Portsmouth and I played terrible. And I know I did. I was sick as a dog. I was throwing up blood and I played horribly. And I, I shared that story with him. But there was one guy because I was still diving. I was still hustling. I was still scrapping. Didn't shoot worth a darn. and Yet that one person saw you and called out your name amongst the powers that be. So that's what I'm saying with what Dylan Riola and what Jordy and Britt, those, the likes of them are doing because Britt on the basketball side still has a few years. She's going to run across a lot of people in the AAU circuit before she lands herself on campus. And with Brit's situation, it could be uh, potentially uh, a Michigan Jawan Howard type of situation where he's having conversations with Jimmy King and Chris Weber and Jalen, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yo, man, let's let's go do something." It's like what with, with us, with Badgett and me, and we got together and was like, "Man, let's go do something special." you know, at Nebraska, it can, it can happen. That's what you got with that situation. Dylan Raiola is now going to set in motion potentially because you got to remember he's played all over the country. So he's mm-hmm. played on the West side. He's now played on the East side, high profile, uh, uh, teams. Mm-hmm. And he's played seven on seven. So he's seen highly skilled players. They've had conversations. They've talked. A lot of people probably like him because, he seemed like a well-balanced type of young man, you know, knows what he's want, very confident in his space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he potentially has those type of skilled players looking, and it doesn't matter where they're at right now because Dylan Ryle is not on campus. Mm-hmm. But they could be watching this next year and just watching how things are there or things are missing, and they could say, I can see myself fitting in that. Now you know. More so than last year, that you've got somebody that can do that. And mm-hmm. then with Jordy Ball, you've got a champion. You got somebody mm-hmm. that has won championships. And what more would you like to sit? Listen, I don't care if you've never played baseball. There's nothing better 
then when you know guys are in the rotation, there's a difference between that guy in the rotation, because I, I, being that I played baseball, and I, being out in the field in the middle of freaking blazing hot sun. <laughs> Florida summers. You know what I'm saying? That, that doesn't feel good. So you want to get on the field and off that field quick. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than these two type of players. One, the one that you know cannot find the freaking strike zone. Oh, it's going to be one of those type of days. That's how you feel, right? You, mm-hmm. Oh, he's pitching today. God. I just hope he can find the strike zone. But the other one, the one that you know you're going to get behind because if you play your position, you do what you're supposed to do in the field, he's going to pitch and put balls in play, which is going to be able to, if you make plays, you're going to be off the field. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying when you're talking about Jordy Ball. They're going to love to play behind her, and those position players are going to want to be lockstep with her Mm-hmm. So you're going to find good skilled players that want to come and play with somebody like that. So that's just that's just that's what you got on campus right now. It's exciting times for multiple programs. And I think the in-state ties mean a lot, right? Nebraska football signed six players that are legacies, the top six players in the state. That's a big deal for football. You get the number one rated. They soft, know. They know. They know Dylan yeah. Raiola is here. They know what he can do to elevate a program. You saw Jordy Ball, you know start conversations with other recruits when she started transferring. Didn't bring, you know, a lot else with her, but have those conversations. She's got two years left, right? Maybe it's not this year, but if she does her thing, people are like, okay, yep. I I see what she's doing. I see why she's going there. If Dylan Raiola had maybe flipped a little earlier, a month earlier, maybe he brings some more guys with him. But the fact that this happened, you know, officially two days before signing day, it was always going to be tough to make some of those flips for him, which is where I think Britt Prince might have the best of both worlds. The championship pedigree in high school is what she's doing at Elkhorn North. But Strick, here's the thing. She has a little bit of a foundation laid for her by your former teammate's daughter, Alexis Markowski, coming from Lincoln Pius. Not a transcendent talent by any means, but a, an all Big Ten caliber talent that has you know, played at that level for a couple and a half years now. So she has an example to follow. But Britt Prince also has time to put a class together. Hey, this is where I'm going. This is the big stuff we can accomplish. Come join me. That's what I was saying. In a nutshell, that's 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 what I'm. That's that's the way I see it. Mm-hmm. The other important aspect of this is we're talking about all three of these players as transcendent talents, as program changing talents. But I think it bears repeating. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get sixteen ounce packs of flavorful Angus ninety percent lean ground sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on twelve packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. They can't be the savior themselves. Yes. They cannot be. And I think this fan base has some of that scar tissue still built up from 2017 to 2022 with what happened with the football team. I think there's still some wounds there that are healing. And Strick, you and I see it on the text line all the time. You know, I'm not going to call anyone out, but we see the text where, it, I don't want to say it's hating, but it's, oh, they got to prove it. Oh, what does this mean? Oh, it's, you know, different name, but same old Nebraska football, same old Nebraska basketball incoming. Fans are a little gun shy, right? And I think that's okay. I think there's yeah. a difference between the healthy skepticism of, I want to believe, I want them to be good, but they have to prove it and immediately anointing them as they're too big to fail, like we saw back in December of 2017. 
Yeah, I mean, like like you said, man, there, it, that's one of the things you understand. You understand how you feel, and it, it's very easy to fall into negative Noel and, you know, uh, non- Negative Nelly. Ne- yeah, all, you know, <laughs> yeah. all the negative ni- Nellies and whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, Natalie, whatever you want to call them. But the fact remains is, these these um you've got to start somewhere and the start of it starts with potential potential is not the same as you know ready made or getting it done or it's a finished product Mm -hmm. potential is you have tools but you have to put things together the finished product of what we see here today was a vision was mapped out was you know, they brought in all types of stuff. They had to purchase some things in IL. Um, there's, there's, there's chairs and all kinds of stuff, new equipment. It, that's just part of the potential. Mm-hmm. But then once you get into the building, there's action that must take place and that's still yet to be seen. So all that we're talking about is potential of turnaround Mm -hmm. and uh but again it's not savior because the on the block can't do this by itself um early break couldn't do it by itself we all collectively build on each other and Mm -hmm. and and help what 93 second seven the ticket is and that's what a program is in the same manner it's going to take everybody's effort to do their part to maximum strength or maximum potential of what they can offer and then collectively do it with the same goals in mind, Mm -hmm. not my own goals, because if it becomes an individual thing, you begin to do your own thing and then it causes a problem of some form of a ripple effect or it leaves a hole or a gap somewhere, which ends up costing you eventually. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's the same thing what we saw in the last few games with Nebraska basketball. Right. I mean, there was a turn because what they did in Minnesota and what they did against Creighton was totally different than what they did in their next few games because you can see they put bodies on people. They were blocking out. They weren't just hap- just throwing the ball all over the lot. And they were making plays and stopping runs. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you need a collective group to do that, Austin, is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. I mean, we're going to see again tonight what it's going to look like because now they're going to have to step up. Mass is out. You're one of your mm-hmm. best, your best player, your best distributor, your best rebounder, steadiest guy, one of your most steady, um, good post up, mm-hmm. good body. Um, he can get you buckets inside. He makes free throws. That's missing. Mm-hmm. So collectively as a group, we have to make up the slack somewhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And or someone's going to have to step up. I want to go back to something you said in hour one field of dreams. If you build it, they'll come. But Stricky says, if you build it, they'll stay. I think right now, obviously, in Nebraska, these three programs had to build at least a little bit of something to attract interest from these three players. I think Dylan Riola, Jordy Ball and Britt Prince are the if you build it, they'll come so that the next Dylan Riola, the next Jordy Ball the next, I guess Britt Prince has always been committed to Nebraska, but the, if you build it, they'll stay has to do with players in the program. 
But also, if there is the next Jordy Ball in state, she doesn't detour to Oklahoma first. The next Dylan Riola doesn't commit to Ohio State and then to Georgia. He commits to Nebraska first and builds that class there. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's the holistic way of, of viewing it. That's mm-hmm. the way I see it. Couple you know things- I mean? That, that, mm-hmm. that's, that's the one thing we had in the past, and that's the one thing we lost. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing where coaches like Callahan um, ends up going super West Coast style, and and then you don't even recruit really in the in-state, mm-hmm. and then your then some of your best talent ends up both you know, you know, rolling outside and going elsewhere, and so you start to see a trickle down effect of guys starting to do that. Then you see situations with coaching staffs that recruit in-state but then they give up scholarships and say, well, um, we can't really keep you. So, and then the kid goes down and becomes like South, uh, San Diego state's best. Then the other <laughs> kid goes over and plays in the final eight with, uh, Nevada. And then, and then you start seeing all these kids going elsewhere and having mm-hmm. success. And you're like, mm-hmm. we could have been right here. Well, no, you kind of pushed them out. So once mm-hmm. you lose that, it's tough to get back. And I think you're starting to see, you know, them turn the corner a little bit. And it's starting to happen a little bit more where they're starting to retain some of those, the best of the state. I mean, I knew early. I knew early, too. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what you want. You want kids knowing, like Britt Pitt, Prince, early, that this is where I want to be. And they, and they stay. Uh, let's wrap up this segment with this. We've got Mike in, uh, I think that's a Texas area code, 210. I think that's San Antonio. Uh, he says, a little gun shy, we're a shattered fan base. We can't do any more hype. And Strick, I think there's a difference between hype and excitement and optimism. Hype is overblown. It's over the top. It's it's boxing promoter. It's marketing agent. Um, it's unfounded. I think excitement and optimism is different because Dylan Raiola has a track record. Everyone in the country wanted him. Because Jordy Ball's been there, done that. The best college softball program we've seen, you know, at least in the last you know, 20 years, if not of all time. And because Britt Prince is doing it at the high school level right now, it's not unsubstantiated. They have to prove it at Nebraska, but we've seen hype before. We've especially seen overhyped before at Nebraska. I don't think Dylan Raiola is being overhyped. I don't think Jordy Ball, Britt Prince are being overhyped. I think there needs to be legitimate excitement and optimism around them. And that's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, just just a healthy surrounding, just a healthy atmosphere, um, a healthy, you know, fan base that that supports. Understand, there's going to be bumps in the road, and there's going to be potholes, and there's going to be situations where things may need to get fixed or get better. But at the end of the day, know also that you're there because you want to be there and you're committed to the process and you want to grow and get better. And so from what we see from year one, we don't see the same thing year two. We want to see what's the growth improve, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for you. Where's the consistency? We want to start seeing you, you know, if you came in and you, you had 58% uh, passing percentage, like just, we're, I'm just speaking mm-hmm. about Raiola. You had a 58, we want to see 62. 63 and 65. Uh, if you have, you know, 11 interceptions with 22 touchdowns, we want to see 25 with eight. You know, we want to just see growth 
Mm-hmm. I think I think I think fans would be okay if they can see progression mm-hmm. and not stagnation or regression. Mm-hmm. Right? Would you I mean, would you agree? I mean, oh, if yeah. I'm wrong, solder him in text line, tell me. 402-464-5685. I mean, I think anybody like you, you know, you can overhype a situation so much that everything looks like failure. But if you really look at it and and take it in a microcosm of of you know just in, just taking a micro look of it, just if you can see incremental growth, you you think you can that's something you can work off of. I think mm-hmm. we're seeing that growth from the Nebraska men's basketball team. They take on North Dakota tonight, and we've got a benefactor here on the text line. Fifteen seventy five has two tickets to give away uh, to tonight's Nebraska North Dakota game. Here's what we're gonna do. We want to make this a, you know, a pre-holiday date night. You know, if it's a, a parent-child outing or if it's a, you know, husband-wife, significant other, uh, boyfriend-girlfriend, whatever kind of outing. If you want to take one other person that means something to you to a Nebraska basketball game for free, text in your name, give us your phone number. Uh, we'll get that to our, our benefactor who has two free tickets to tonight's Nebraska-North Dakota game. Tell us your name. Tell us uh, who it is you're taking with you. We'll give those tickets away when we get back. And also, we'll hear from the head coach. Matt Rule spoke uh, not just to the Nebraska media, but at plenty of national shows um, around uh, around the country. What did Matt Rule have to say about some players, his process in putting this class together? We'll get to that and plenty more uh, as we continue on the block. You're listening to 93.7 The Ticket's coverage of Early National Signing Day. Sponsored by Members Own Credit Union on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 